Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. It's the Nikki Glazer Podcast. Welcome to Monday morning here at the show. Morning, afternoon. Um, I just woke up. Well, I already woke up today, but then I took a nap and then I overslept, so I apologize to you guys for oversleeping but i had a gyno appointment this morning mm. at nine but i got to walk there because i live so close to the hospital that's good it's pretty nice it was in a it was in an alley it was a back alley yeah old pap smear they're not even letting us get those legally anymore also they're like we could do it inside you're like this is what i prefer i brought a coat hanger they're like we don't need yeah that's not necessary it's not b-y-o-h no um <laughs> <laughs> um but i did have an exam and I haven't had one in Did like you a pass? While. Yeah, I got a <laughs> You I got, got a, a C. C. Yeah, it's 74. Yeah. With 38 a year old fucking uterus. They're like, "Yes. A C minus. We'll let you slide even though there's nothing there's no lubrication down here to slide down." Well. Uh 
there was so right before I went in like the room, you know, they like weigh you and they do your blood pressure, or whatever. By the way, I always get weighed blindly. I don't want to know my weight fucking ever, ever, ever. So I I turn around. I'm like, can I just not see the number? And um, so I fa- face the like out. I don't like, mm-hmm. face the number. And then I hear her type, and I hear her at three numbers. So I know I'm in the triple digit. I'm just kidding. Yeah, so uh, yeah. <laughs> I can hear the. I'm like, God damn it! No, uh, that's that's the way it used to be for me. But um, no. It, and then um, she's doing the blood pressure, all the stuff. And then uh, and I had this. I when I we, when I was hospitalized for anorexia, I had a, I already have bradycardia, which is a very low uh, heartbeat, just naturally, and. Um, that's why I was hospitalized because my heartbeat was so low when uh, when back when I was eighteen or whatever, and so I have this thing where when I'm getting my blood pressure taken, I always start like kind of hyperventilating, trying to get it up so I can not so I don't have to be hospitalized. So funny, I'm the opposite of that. Really? Yeah, because I, I mine's so high. <laughs> but your heart rate is high, or oh, your oh, blood I pressure? guess my blood pressure. But that oh, af- yeah. that can affect it. Your stress levels. Yeah, isn't one of those numbers the heartbeat? No, no, no. They just take that number yeah. with the blood pressure, but it's not one of those. A lot of times they don't do. I don't remember them doing my pulse so much. But what was your pulse at? Naturally, I don't what know. Is I don't even pulse? get that one. Oh, I mean, I don't. I don't ask for that number because I don't understand what that. But my num, my it's about forty. Okay, and what PM. was it today? When you, you can always tell what your pulse. I can tell what my pulse is because I know what one second is. Like one, two, three, and if it's slower than one second. Then that means it's less than sixty, and oh, yeah. if it's higher than one second, then it's more than sixty, and then you just kind of see like, oh, is it two per second? Then it's one twenty. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I was just like, all re- I just knew like, even though it was over, it was like twenty, literally twenty years ago, I was still like, <sighs> like I just sit down, and I start going <sighs> just to get it up, which is so stupid. But um, then she was like, do you mind if uh, you know, your doctor's having someone shadow her you know another dot like a med student's shadow and i was like shut up bring him on in i don't yeah. care yeah who cares and then it was like it was a boy and then that oh you have changed a female. my answer you have a female i have a female doctor yeah. i'm never having a male gynecologist ever 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 again sorry male gynecologist i know you're in it for the right reasons but are you pick a different one like you don't need to pick that one Unless you have some story about your mom dying of some kind of ovarian cancer or something. Mm-hmm. No, it's creepy. Ever since seeing that doctor. So uh, one doctor ruined it for you. Yeah. Guess what? That's, that's <laughs> You guys don't get to do that now. And honestly, they um, not only did she have a med student shadow her, which I agreed to when I thought it was a woman for some reason. Um, and then when it was a boy, I was just like, wouldn't have said yes to this. Because it was like a young man. I love when you say boy. I'm picturing Doogie Hauser. He seemed like a boy. I mean, he's probably 29, 30. Yeah. But he looked... Like, damn, look at this bitch. His name was like, Max. Like he walks like in he like... Looked, yeah. His name was Max. That's some... That's Max was not a name that was... Cir- like, is he has Anyone my name is named Max. <laughs> he has like... Like spiky hair, like he was yo, young. what Nikki Glazer? What's up? They did call me Nikki at one point, and I was like, <laughs> my name is Nicole on the thing. So someone knows who they know who I am. They know whose pussy this is. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think he said goodbye. He was like, bye, Nikki, and I was like, clocked that. Like it definitely says Nicole on my chart. We did not talk about anything in here. It's that like would... when you're looking at my pussy medically, it's Nicole's pussy. Well, it does have a yeah, it does have a Groucho <laughs> Marx glasses on down there. So maybe that's how they knew I was a comedian. Oh, is that why your your pubic hairs and a mustache? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so wait, so he so walks like, in. I 
I've ex- yeah. So were you? Did- I did not know it was a man, but I I was just like, why was it, why would this matter? Why did it matter? Why would you let a, another woman another man? Well, because generally women aren't getting horny for pussies, and I have a famous pussy. I'm sorry, I do. Like, <laughs> there's something about it. Like, I'm not just if. I don't care if people don't know who I am and they see something private about me. That's why I would always say like I would do porn if I could wear a mask or something. Like mm-hmm. I don't care. But if they know they can place who I am, yeah. it changes it. So j- that was the that was the problem. Like I, if I would never see, and this would be the same if like I found out this kid lives, it's, it's as if, for you to, for someone who is not me to understand this, because like I you think went to I would high be like, with the guy. well, it would be the same as if you said yes to someone shadowing, and then they walked in. And there's someone who lives in your apartment building. Yeah. they know who you are. Let's say like they just they're not friends with you, but they know who you are. They see you get your mail and stuff. That's how it felt, and I was just like, oh god, and um. But I just did. I I couldn't say anything because what do I say? Oh no, I I didn't know it was going to be a man, and then yeah. that's even weirder. So then you have, and then not only do they have that, she says before I begin the exam, we have a new. There's a new law where there has to be a chaperone in the room. So then they bring in a woman to stand by your head while they have their fingers in you, so nothing nothing squirrely happens. Because if it was just me and the doctor, even she goes, even yes. though I'm a woman, we still do it, which I think is good, because that's because. Gynos yeah. are creeps. Male gynos be creeping. And that's a new thing they've implemented. That's not because, oh, just out of nowhere we wanted to start doing this. It's because shit was happening and now I, they're doing I, I, this. I kind of feel like it's your porn fantasy. Finally, someone's petting your hair. It's just a shadow. Yeah. Yeah, finally, what you have happening? a good girl up top. I have the joke. <laughs> they don't know I have that joke, but you do. Where it's like, whenever someone's going down on me, I get lonely. <laughs> and so I'm always like, I want someone up at the top. You're so right. It was someone. Yeah. It was someone up there. So, so I mean, but th- threes come. I'm fours I'm company. Sorry, that's the fact a lot. That they, that's why male gynecologists not okay. She literally said, even though I'm a woman, we still need a chaperone. That's why there is a chaperone in place now at whatever at this really nice hospital. And she was like, it's now required by Missouri, you know, state medical law. Whatever she said. They don't do that randomly. It's because it's creepy. Yeah. Male guy knows why. Why are you doing it? I just don't. I, I I used to have male gynecologists too because I wanted to be like progressive and be like it doesn't matter. It's weird. Yeah. Unless, Unless you're a gay man. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Or I just I don't know, man. I'm trying to maybe my not, my woman was a lesbian. For some I, reason, I feel safer than if it were. I even feel like a, gay a male man. gyno doctor. If we had him on here, would say. I see a vagina. I just see it as literal okay, skin. Okay. Well at then. This point. Okay. Well then. What do you? How do you fuck your wife? How do, do you ass. ever watch porn? <laughs> In the ass. Well, I think. Yeah. Well, I you think can see my asshole is, down there too because I shave it. Would you say the same thing for like a proctologist? I think that's like where men go. Or like, uh, for a woman. Well, yeah, no, like women aren't getting turned woman? on by males, men's penises. We just don't. We don't have the same <laughs> visceral response to men's penises that men do to our genitals. It's just not the same. And I, I know some women do for sure. Some women, some men do. Some male doctors who are uh, gay men will probably like wa- mouth water over a dick, but it's just not the same. It's just it is weird. And you can say all day oh, it's just a, it's just a body. I'm I, just I'm saying. From I it. just think that that's what they would say. I know that's what they would say, but then I would be sad for their wife. No, but I think they can compartmentalize the two. It's like a breast cancer guy seeing tits. 
and then seeing his wife's tits and not being Max turned on by Max saw those sex. too. Max saw my tits too. That was the, what we started with. Max, I love that we, his we, name is Max. His name was Max. We started with my boobs. I just love Dr. Max. It was like, like no. we were doing bases. Like, why not do boobs last? Why are we easing into this? Like, yeah. we're middle schoolers. Like, yeah. it is weird that we started there. A taste test was weird and, too, Max. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was weird. That was... So, wait. So, did so did you say anything? Because... Because that's, no. what, that's what happens, too. I thought it was a too. woman shadowing. Because yeah. they were like... Look, I've dealt with that. Maxine. I, and I go, wait a second. No, they didn't. Well, also, I feel like it's partly like you want... I was insecure when I... You know, I remember I had that hot nurse and I had problems with my balls. I'm not saying you have a problem with your vagina, but I had a problem with my balls where I had scabies. And so I thought, I'm going to disgust this woman. You know what I mean? So a lot of it was my own shit. Not so much that she's turned on by dicks, just that she's going to be so turned off by my boss. Yeah, I mean, like, he's a young boy looking at my pussy that I did not prepare <laughs> yeah, in any yeah, way. Yeah, It's like brushing your teeth before the... And I have insecures, insecures about yeah. my vagina every time a man I do like goes down on me. Like, there's, con- there's chronic, like, it's not good enough. Even if I was a tight... When I was 22, I felt that way about my vagina. It doesn't matter. So yeah, there. It that is that. It's not like oh, he's going to be so turned on. It might be that he's yeah, that he might be grossed out. That he might just judge yeah. me. Like knowing he might get drunk someday and be like, I've seen Nikki Glazer's pussy. Like she's on. T- I come on TV at some bar he's at, and he's. I'm sorry. I know he's dedicated four years of his three years. His badge said three year med student. That's not enough time for me to like think no. that you're not going to no, talk that, about me. That guy's still playing beer pong. Listen, I know that there's a, that's a HIPAA violation, but I, when I I'm guess I I've had my own therapist violate HIPAA yeah. by talking about their other clients to me. So I don't I do not think that it is beyond um yeah, yeah, I had a guy the scope who, of imaginable things that a, a med student. I'm no Max was very nice when the doctor left. We actually had a little t- talk, and he was very sweet. And I was asking about med school and stuff, but it's it was all done because it was awkward that my pussy was in the room that he was going to see. I would not <laughs> have had this small talk. There's there's this air in the room of like what we're doing is weird. Even the gynecologist who has been working, she's my age. She was like doing like oh i know this is uncomfortable no one wants this on a monday morning like she was at all the lines that everyone knows like this is awkward and it just even that made me feel awkward that there's like special ways to like joke about it you would almost want him to say nothing i would feel like yes also just the bright light whenever we're showing our genitals it's never in bright light like if you're fucking it's in the dark or kind of and that makes it a little less sexual i guess yeah, yeah it does make in it the, less sexual the, ro- the well thing- i know what sylvester stallone's dick looks like because why uh i never told you that story no 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 i got drunk on it too no no he this you were guy in med school. Yeah, yeah yeah my dad was in med school and i was failing out of college um no he this guy uh he had equipment that did certain surgeries uh, around the genitals so he saw he would see the penises when he would be there in the room to help like he sold medical equipment so Who he's would? A friend of mine, or a guy I've met. So a friend of yours saw Sylvester Stallone's penis and told you about it? Yeah, it's gigantic. See, that's such a violation. That's what I'm saying, yeah. That's so, yeah, so that's someone. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's, I definitely, and and if this kid is drunk with his friends one day, and I'm on I'm on TV and I'm on Rogan talking <laughs> yeah. about my pussy, yeah. he might feel it's okay for him to mention, oh, I've actually seen it, it is pretty beat up, or whatever the fuck <laughs> he could say. It's true. 
He's like, dude, I sw- I respect her because she's telling the truth. Like, yeah. Like, it's yeah. like, no, dude, like that's match. Or he could just say, she. I once was in an exam room with her. And then they go, tell us. <laughs> Come on, dude. Pound the claw and, and tell like, us. And they like haze him. Come on, Max. They're little med school parties. <laughs> God damn it. But what was this going to do? It was so quick, though. It's such a quick exam. I mean, I would. I, it would be, and I got the a, Gardasil vaccine. I didn't even know you could get the Gardasil that? vaccine. It's so funny now with vaccines. Everyone's so scared. Like it used to be before coronavirus vaccine. It was like, do you want to get this vaccine? Yes or no. Now it's like, now there is a thing called a vaccine for Gardasil. Yeah. And if you are, and, and I was just like, wait, but can I get it? I, I've had HPV before. I haven't, it clocked it on my system for like 15 years, but I thought it was too late. I mean, I've seen the ads, like protect your young daughter from Gardasil, from yeah. HPV and all these cancers. I thought I couldn't get the vaccine. Like after you have the thing that, they're like, she was like, no, you can get it. And I was like, she's like, now the vaccine. I go, yes, please. And she goes, so it's going to be three shots. And I go, I don't care. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Now. Give me now. Vaccine. So now I'm Gardasil'd up. I'm ready to go. And I it protects against all ty- types of cancers. Oh, my God. The, the I didn't older know you, you get, you I think get, a lot of people don't know that. They could get it after the fact. Ag- agreed. Because we, girls my age, when we were already had HPV, all of a sudden this Gardasil thing was out. And we were like, God, we wish we could have gotten that when we were young girls and not gotten fucking HPV which you're just a carrier of, and then you have squamous cells, and then you have to get a polcoscopy where they literally clip a piece of your uterus out, and they go, it's not going to hurt that much, and it's the worst pain you've ever felt. Mm-hmm. It's all this bullshit that you don't have to go through if you get this vaccine, and I, it wasn't available to us, but now it actually is, but I didn't know. Can guys get that? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I think it's a girl thing, but yeah. well, I don't think it was it, just, I just yeah. rarely go to the fucking doctor. It's really bad. I got to go more. I know, but once you go... I got checked for chlamydia and gonorrhea. She was like, you want to do those? And I go, wouldn't I know if I had it? And she goes, no. I mean, a lot of times... And I go, well, then who gives a fuck if I have... Like, <laughs> that's what, But I know that it. you can give it to people or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, check for them all. Let's do the whole thing. Let's do the whole gamut. So I'll know in two days if I have gonorrhea or chlamydia. Yeah, my, I, they asked my birth control. I was like, pull out. I literally said that in front of Max. I go, pull out. And she goes... Oh, so, because I go, she goes, are you in birth control? And I go, no. She goes, so condoms? And I go, no, pull out. I go, listen, I've never been pregnant. That's all I ever do. And I'm 38, and I don't even think my ba- my body can carry a baby. I'd be surprised if I got pregnant. And um, she was like, you never know. I always have women in here who go, I could never do it. And I was like, then I'll, then, then I'll be pregnant. But Can you find out if you're fertile? Yes. But oh. Do I want to know that? No. <laughs> well, why not? Because I'm it'll just, be sad if you're not. At least, out, I, I guess. Yeah. at least I have the thought that I could be, <laughs> even though I don't want kids. Yeah, that's a mind trip right there. Well, it's better to know. It's like not weighing myself. I don't want to know that the number is not going to help me. Knowing that I'm a bigger number than I am is not going to make my day better. But then you could pull in. What? You could pull in instead of pull out. You know what I mean? Like if you knew. Yeah, but you might learn that you're kind of or you're okay. less than. Gotcha. You know, like if it, it was completely yeah. negative, then. But that would be sad, too, for a myriad reasons. I don't know. I think guys can find out how many swimmers they or something, some number. It's like an insanely high number. And you find out the high yes. number and then you go, is that good? No, that's bad. Like it yeah, has it'll to seem be- like 16 trillion. You're like, yeah. And they're like, no, it's pretty it's- low, dude. <laughs> like, what? 
the pot. Like, that yeah. seems more than several. It's like more than the <laughs> amount of gut bacteria you have. You ever hear gut bacteria and you're like, they're uh. like, inside this capsule is 65 billion <laughs> microorganisms <laughs> yeah. of selenium yeah. root. And you're just like, that seems like a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go to break and come back with more. Andrew! I'm coming down the country road to a city stop near you. The burger boy is coming back and the hot dog cake goes to sleep. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. 
This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Okay, we're back. We used to get. Let's just talk about what you just said in your rap before break. That's the, the hot song, dog kid that's goes song to portion. sleep. Rap is at the end. So okay, the song the song portion. What, yeah. did, what the hot dog kid goes to sleep? What's yeah. that from? I don't know. I think I talked to my mom. It's my mom's birthday. Happy birthday, Robin. Happy birthday, Robin. I love you. We spoke today, and I was like, "What are you doing for dinner? Like a Carmine? Like it's her favorite place in Palm Beach. It's like really good." She's like, "My friend's making." Uh, hot dogs and beans for me and i was like that's the cutest thing ever and i think hot dogs and beans is on my mind right now that's so cute do you (laughs) have you had baked beans in a while i yeah baked beans there's a taste to it that i it remind uh, it was never my favorite thing as a kid but we always all i can think of is scraping it (laughs) off a paper plate you know the little oh yeah yeah the side of the paper plate, that little, like, having the juices kind of go in those divots is all I could think of with baked beans. This makes me think of how much paper I've eaten trying to get more beans. Oh. I've, I've eaten so much of that paper off the paper plates it, back in the day. No offense to your mom's dietary decisions because, Please like, don't. live her life. Please don't. Why do old people eat, like, the worst food ever when they are fragile? And, like, my yeah. grandma used to eat trash. My mom likes to eat, like... As you get older, shouldn't it just be like the most healthy food ever? Or is it like, I have so little to live, let me just enjoy myself. Because my grandma used to eat hot dogs too. It's like, I wouldn't feed a hot dog to my dog. Yeah. I yeah. literally wouldn't. Mm-hmm. How disgusting it is. I think, I think that, ge- well, that generation, you. they lived, that's what they lived off of. Like that's, yeah. you know what I mean? It's not weird to them to eat. Like, that is healthy. That's food. Yes. You know, in their mind. Yes. And I do think there's something involved in that of, like, like nostalgia. I'm going out anyways. Might as well go out eating oh, exactly yeah. Yeah, what yeah, I yeah. want. Like, last supper every single day kind of thing. Yeah. What would your last supper be? <sighs> last supper every day is funny. It's so hard to think about that. I think. I know. I'm not hungry right now. So it's it's it always oh, depends yeah. on how hungry you are. I think on my last supper, I'd be like, I'm going to skip three meals just so it's 
I'm the most hungry and like the <laughs> yeah. like I don't ever skip meals now because imagine it just makes someone me crazy, goes but if I'm gonna die after it then that's fine. I'll imagine just, someone goes for my last supper. I'm just gonna do like a kale smoothie. With I would probably do that, to be honest with you. I like the taste of things that make me feel good. No, I know, but it's just, it's such such a living food. Yes. Like, yeah, like so I'm going to, I'm, today, go, who knows what's going to happen. You know you're happen. not going on a bike ride after this, right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Well, you don't know what my heaven's going to be like. Well, you murdered 16 people. <laughs> So you're not really going to go to heaven. Well, actually, hell does sound like a lot of kale. So maybe you're just getting ready for <laughs> kale smoothies the rest Please of your life. Please don't kale my vibe. That was a um, smoothie I wanted to play or a salad. Please don't kale my vibe. It's so hot. Yeah, it is. But do you do you know that the hung, people don't know this, that things taste better the more hungry they are. So like if people are like, this is the best hamburger in town, you're going to like a hamburger from Wendy's. Better if you haven't eaten in eight hours than you will if you go to like the best place in the ma- in America. Oh yeah, and eat, and you've eaten an hour before. It's like, what do, would your last supper? But be? So I don't really trust when people go. This is the best thing I've ever had because I just think, well, that's probably because you ate it when you were hungriest. Also, it's the last supper. I think, and I think you're gonna the first feel bite a little, of food is always gonna be the best, regardless uh, than the last bite. I think you're gonna feel a little. Uh, anxiety before you're eating this i can't imagine oh yeah but that's why it's so good right before i'm anxious food is like (laughs) that's a good point too i thought that maybe i would lose my hunger if i was on death row i might lose it a little bit for sure (laughs) they're like oh lobster and butter it's like dude i'm gonna die if it's like a hanging you would shit everywhere so maybe it would be fun to like give them a really mess to clean up oh yeah even if you're being electrocuted i bet you shit i think like when you die you shit no matter what I just love someone going, I'm just going to have a couple carrots because I don't want to look like an idiot with shit everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I would probably do Skyline Chili. Oh, God. I really would. That used to be my favorite Your food. executioner will kill himself after oh, he my, sees that mess. I literally used to make myself sick every time I ate Skyline Chili as a kid because I would be so, it would be a, such a treat and I would... Every single time I left Skyline as a child, that's how I know I had eating disorder stuff long before it ever struck me. I would feel the need to throw up every single time I ate Skyline as, you know, from the ages of seven to 15. I've had it one time. Yeah. And I I remember not being, not loving it. I don't know why. It wasn't for me. Like, well, I I only wanted to throw up because I ate too much of it. It was yeah. never because it was like bad or mm-hmm. tasted bad or made me feel sick. It was just, it's so good. Oh my God. I love it so much. That would probably be my last meal. Skyline chili. Or like a deep dish pizza or something but aren't like really certain thick, food, saucy. Aren't certain thing. foods like Skyline chili when you were that age was fantastic. But now like, like I had a... I, I, the other day I had like a Big Mac a while ago, but I remember just eating a McDonald's cheeseburger or double cheeseburger mm. and being like, oh my God, I get the, And it just didn't hit the same well, at you know, all. I, I read this, that kids' palates, the reason kids don't like a lot of food and then you get to, you grow up and you start liking it is because kids are dumb and so they eat more stuff. Like, and when we used to be like foragers, uh, kids would eat their their your taste buds are turned up so that poison in plants is more discernible. So that's why kids hate foods because their taste buds are so much more sensitive because they're stupid. We need to make them more sensitive. When you get to be an adult, as a you know tribesman, yeah, you, have a, you you've by then you've lived a little bit more. You know what plants to avoid, what berries to avoid. You don't need your senses to go no <laughs> no no don't do this. Yeah, and so your tastes get more. Uh, you know, 
you have a wider range of things that you can eat and not be like disgusted by because it doesn't make sense that kids are grossed out by onions and then adults can have them. Yeah, they're grossed out by peas. Yeah. I hated peas. That's more like Eat all your peas. So, that's more societal. Like Brussels sprouts and peas. That was always like the classic thing a kid would reject, you know? I know, and that's I guess I was classic. Your head. Oh, oh, because you're told that. Yeah, you're told like that, you know, the little rascals don't like peas or like Garfield doesn't like salads or whatever. Yeah, there was something like you're gonna eat your greens or like you know, I'm just I just do meat. I remember saying I've said that out of my mouth before, like I don't do salad. <laughs> like yes. like back in the day. Yes. Like, that's I, you I'm probably sure. heard your mom say that. I don't do vegetables. You probably heard what? Your, <laughs> but do your parents eat vegetables? Uh on their hot dogs and beans. Exactly. Yeah. No, my look, my dad no one eats my me and my brothers eat somewhat healthy, but yeah, growing up we we didn't eat horribly. Right. But it wasn't ever discussed you know like my mom would go on weird diets yeah you know and then like have you know lose weight to go on a cruise in a month yeah i'm sure that's where i got my spring break body from yeah you definitely have that diet thing of <laughs> yeah. where you're like i'm just gonna do this thing and this is gonna be the way i'd eat for the rest of my life and you're like you're really never gonna have anything except a, you know ham like the, like i'm just gonna do grapefruits and ham and you're like i don't think that's sustainable and you're gonna You don't know me, Nikki. I'm a grapefruit and ham does guy. The same now. Thing. She's like, I'm just doing cauliflower crust. Everything. I'm not doing listen, I don't need bread anymore. We're just doing cauliflower crust. And you just go, Okay. This'll be good until you go on your Wait, trip to Croatia. On the crust or is it just cauliflower? No, but I mean like she one no, time she I like know, switched I know. to that. It's so funny. But yeah. It's so funny. It is. It really I'm just gonna smell broccoli for three weeks and then eat nails. Yeah. I mean I'm I'm guaranteeing you thousands of people listening are in some diet where they go, I'm just eating this. Oh, for sure. And the it it's just good luck to you. It's, I know you think, or I'm going to do this workout every day for the rest of my life. I've thought of that a million times in my life. <laughs> Unless you die in a week, it will not be the workout you do the rest of your life. It just won't. Things change. Everything changes. Um, but well, how's that 45 going? The same. <laughs> what? I'm still doing it a lot. I know, but it's not going to last forever. Yeah, it is. Okay. As long as they're open. You really? But how many times in your life have you thought this about other things? Be honest. Be yeah, honest. Oh. A hundred percent. I'm not doing it next after a week. No, no, no. But there have been times that you felt this way about other workout plans. A million percent. But this but time's different. I'm telling you, this is as like someone when that has tried married. a million things. Yeah. I think you know when you found whatever food but I've heard you this like from or whatever. You too. I agree. Yeah. I'm I'm the first to say this. Like you point things out. I'm the first to say that I come. I'm flawed and I but come up short. But you think this one will be different? It's a it's a very and i'm not just I'm trying not to saying it's not a good workout i'm just it's saying it's just a good workout for me yes. like it makes sense for me yes will i do it maybe not four or five days a week or like whatever will it slow down potentially yes what happens if this place goes out of business then i'll fucking get fat and fucking <laughs> eat. ham and grapefruit <laughs> eat just i'll smell ham and i'll put a grapefruit in my ass oh and i'll have god. max take it out oh god we got back from the road yesterday yeah. it was such a long weekend <laughs> that was pretty wild Boise, how much we travel and then salt lake, salt lake city, city and phoenix and then phoenix boom 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 talk about boom 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 we did it this weekend airports and short start flights. On thursday yeah not not bad flights at all but lots of like just you know checking into a hotel having an hour two hours 
to do whatever, then having to get ready, then going to the show, then after the show, having to like go right back. That's my problem is I'm, I've, for the next tour, the hang will be extended and you might not want to want to go on tour with me, but I need to hang out after the show. I get no, we get no hang time. All we get to do for hang time is before the show Mm -hmm. and everyone's nervous. That's an hour hang. No, but it's not that hangable because everyone's just kind of like, Matt's Matt's organizing everything. Like no, one, everyone's not together. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when we're in the car, when we travel places, we get to hang. But even in the airport, it's not a hang. I like an after show hang when that's the best part of doing things that are hard is afterwards being like we're done and we get to relax. I yeah. just, I that's what I that's what I really miss. And like every venue kicks us out right away because there's always like two guys, union guys who are like <laughs> be, you know, want to go home. And I get that and I want them to go home. And so I feel bad. And then the other night I got so depressed because, you know, Anya and Matt get to go back to them, their their room and like have each other. And then you didn't I don't know what you do, but you have no problem. I just don't want to go back alone. I get so bored alone. And then I go on Instagram live and I know people are like, Nikki will hang out with you. I don't want to hang out with strangers in a town. I just mm-hmm. don't, I don't want to go to a bar. I don't want to, I just want friends. And I'm just starting to feel like even yesterday I got home from the road and then you get to go hang out with Brenna. I went and go, went to hang out with my sister and my parents at their house. And then it gets time for everyone to leave. And my sister and Matt go with their kids and my mom and dad are like Nikki you can stay but I don't want to because I'm already starting to fight with them a little too much and then I just go home alone and I have literally no one and I'm just like bummed about it and everyone's like I'll be your friend but it's just you know Noah was so nice Noah offered to because I was like people are like are you gonna watch the finale of your show and I'm like I don't want to watch that alone but I don't want to watch it on FaceTime FaceTime isn't the same for some reason FaceTime gives me anxiety I just want to hang out with people in person um, that's why I don't call it. I just don't like calling people. I don't know why, because I feel like I can't get off the phone or something. I don't know what it is, but it's just like, I'm just starting to feel like I have to move or something. Cause I just, I don't have friends here and I cannot hang out with my sister because those kids, they just don't stop screaming. Yeah. It's constantly screaming, be a monster. I love them, but I, it's just too much and she can't get away because then Matt's just left with them. So it's just nothing to do. And I know there's like, one or two people out there that are like, I'll hang out with you. But I, it takes a lot for me to get comfortable with someone enough to hang out with. It's just a bummer. I just, I want to. You definitely I, need I girlfriends just, nearby. Or a bird. Yes, I need girlfriends. That's the truth. I do. I need girlfriends. And I don't have any here. And it's really hard for me to make. It's not really hard, but to make new girlfriends, especially as I'm not trying to be weird. A, fa- a famous person who most people who want to be friends with me have a little bit in their mind that I'm like there's just an energy to it where yeah i don't want people to be friends with me because they mm-hmm. are you know they're excited about being i've wanted to be friends with jennifer lawrence cuz she was famous i mean i get it i'm not trying to say like that, but and there's no solution to this i know i'm presenting a problem that there's no solution but i'm just like uh i was really sad yesterday and i was like oh this is why people have girlfriends or boyfriends or kids is cuz Humans aren't meant to be alone. And my dog won't even fucking look at me. I walked into my parents' house yesterday. Luigi usually attacks me upon entering my parents' house. Like, freaks out. He didn't even... He didn't... I, they were in the pool in the backyard. So I walked into a, a house that was empty. So I'm walking through the house. Mm-hmm. I get out there and Marion comes up to me. And I go, hi, Marion. Where's Luigi? I'm like, did Luigi die? <laughs> hi, Luigi. He's looking at me now. Um, and they go, no, he's in the house. And I go, 
I think something might be wrong with him. I walked in the house. Never has the front door opened and Luigi not run and barked at whoever it was. He knew it was me and he <laughs> didn't get up from whatever bed he was in in the other room because yeah. he was punishing me because he was mad at me. I'm like, that makes fucking five of you. <laughs> five. Um, Who's yeah, just everyone in oh. my life. Just not enthusiastic. So I walked out to the pool and I'm like, he's inside. And they go, he didn't greet you at the door. I'm like, no. And they're like, we really thought he might be dead because there's not ever a time that someone comes to the door and Luigi doesn't come to the door. And then he came outside eventually and he ignores me. He doesn't come up to me. He goes over to my sister and sits by her chair. And I go, Luigi, he won't look at me. He won't come over to me. I mean, usually he attacks me with kisses and yeah. like, you know, is just wiggling so much and making noises like this. Can't like, little, home, like pig noises because mm. he's so excited. I, I don't even know what happened. I don't, I can't explain it. I'm very hurt, but like I had to like stifle it because it's embarrassing to cry in front of your family that you're and they're all being so awkward. Like Luigi, go say hi to Nikki. You know they're they're like mad at him, and I'm just like, nope. This is the way it goes with me. Like anyone who likes me gives up on me. It. I always get like, you know, people get hurt because I go out of town or like whatever it is, and like they just move on. Like I'm not a consistent part of anyone's life, mm -hmm. and that's how it feels. And now Luigi is on the floor at my feet, but it's because <laughs> I forced I feel him about, to be here. It's like Mango gives me that energy every single time, so I don't even know what it's like to be liked by him. Yeah. So I guess that's kind of nice. Cats are different. Cats are different. A dog would greet for you sure. probably. For, for sure. First, but it's just. Um, yeah. I mean, that was, I, I don't, you know, I mean, that's, uh, I feel bad. Like, that's. No, no one, it, no one needs to feel bad. I just understand now, like, oh God, like. I, I just need to get a bird. I need to get either more dogs or a, like something that will, I just need to be loved. Well, you moved here. No one loves me. <laughs> honestly, people love me. They say they love me. But honestly, no one really loves me as much as they, I'm not anyone's top person. Anyone in their life. Zero. Zero people would define me as their number one person they love. And I, that I is a bummer. That's not true. It's, it's, it's just true. Name anyone. I'm not their top. Anyone. I mean, except myself. The only person who loves me is myself, and I don't even love me. I don't even. You're in how my many top people, people do you think you're top one? No, I'm top one. I know, but Brenna, how many people? You're Brenna's top one. Yeah, sure. But okay, so you have one. Okay, that's what you. But how many am I top one to? I'm just saying, like one person. Okay, so so you don't. So one person, like that's like it's not like got thirty people on their top ones. No, like, I know, but one person. I mean, I feel like a lot of his dog stuff is. Well, no, I mean, it's because we I go out of town out, all like, the fucking time, and it's like because I don't have. It's just, it's mm -hmm. just, and that's why I just get like I just get sad because like my parents, that they used I used to be their number one, but like that's not just not possible anymore, and I, and. Ever, listen, there are lots of people listening right now who you have zero persons to. Either you have no partner or your parents mm -hmm. don't really love you enough or because either they have other people or because they just are shitty parents or whatever. So I'm not alone. There's millions of people who have no one who they are the number one. But it is a sad realization when you do realize that if the world ended, no one would run to you. They would all run to something else to save. That is a sad realization. Let's get to the news. <laughs> You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Oh, boy. I hope you're having all the swells out there. It's uh, Monday, folks. You know what that means. It is Monday. Uh, Max, if you're out there, let us know. How yeah, Max, look. Do, you, do you love me? <laughs> yeah, do you Max love is her like, now? I'm your no I fucking love her, dude. <laughs> After what I saw, I'll come save you. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll what is the news I'll be a fourth year student today? one day. 
Is there a fourth year? I think maybe third year. I think he says he has one more year, yeah. (laughs) I can't remember our conversation. I was so drunk. All right. There's new research uh, that shows an easy method to help investigators weed out liars. You ask a suspect suspect to carry out an additional task while being questioned, and you're more likely to accurately tell whether they are telling the truth or not. So people, because lying takes so much focus... Exactly. So like previous studies have shown that being dishonest and deceptive can strain the brain, requiring considerably more cognitive energy than simply telling the truth. So if you you want to find out if you've been cheated on, just hand your partner a Rubik's Cube and then ask, start asking (laughs) questions. And if they are squirrely about it, because you can do I can do anything. I can be on my phone and do something, you know, do Mm -hmm. a puzzle, you know, so uh, my crossword puzzle and you could ask me about something if I'm not lying. I might take a while to answer you, but I'm not going to be, there's not going to be a weird urgency to it or like a, like I can't do both. Got you. Know? you. Yeah. It's like rubbing your head and patting your stomach and telling someone you love, love yeah. them when you don't. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Or saying that sentence and getting all the way through it. Um, <laughs> that, no, that's, in, I mean, that it's so, I mean, cops kind of do that shit. I feel like they always are giving like, Weird tests while asking you questions. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Trying to distract you with. It's like walk this line. Also, tell me, are you drunk? Are you not drunk? How many drinks have you had? Right, right. I mean, I don't know. I've. It's lying is so hard to do for me. Uh, it used to be something that I could do and feel totally fine about because it's just like, well, I need to get by, and they need to be in the dark about this thing or they they don't need to know they look fat in that or whatever the fucking lie was or like I just need them to believe this thing and it's not going to hurt anything and now it just like it just eats away at my soul because I'm just like I I feel like I am I'm literally on the same spectrum as Hitler when I lie mm-hmm. like there's there's some part of me that is nefarious Machiavellian looking up for myself like I feel like a bad person and a little lie that serves me, serves my comfort yeah. level over theirs, which would maybe like the truth might hurt them or hurt me, feels like I'm just like, I feel like a bad person. Do you ever have that when you lie? Well, I feel like a lot of times when I've lied in the past, it's been, oh, I just want to protect that person. Like, that's like what you tell yourself. I want to protect yeah. that person. And now I realized, oh, and I've told the truth and you either have to discuss things farther it gets it gets better from telling the truth yeah unless it's a lie like there's certain i don't know like if someone's like you know oh did you know do i do these shoes what i don't know something like where you don't have to be completely not that you're but you don't have to say you look like shit yes you know what i mean like something you could say there are better shoes there's better yeah Yeah. whatever so i think like in the past i've lied to help to to help others is how I would convince myself that yeah, it would be a thing. Yeah. But now I realize like, oh no, that's bullshit. Like just, it's always out. It's always for you. It's always for you. Yeah. It's always for me. Yeah. When I lie. Yeah. And it's, and you know, there is, there's like in the 12 step program, like, you know, there's this, you make amends to people mm-hmm. and you apologize and you kind of like write the wrongs that you've done in your life and you make a whole list of them. And it says, you know, and you, you make amends to those you have, harmed unless 
unless it would cause further harm. So there is uh, that caveat of like, listen, yeah. we don't need to do everything if it's going to like really injure this person's life to find out about this thing 10 years ago that you did that they they don't need to know about. So there is that caveat within that that I always kind of go, okay, well, if it's going to hurt them significantly, I don't need to like say everything. Like there's a lies of omission are interesting. Yeah, it's like, and do you want to, Maybe they're over it already, or you know. But the thing is, if someone asks you something, yeah. What about like also like the urgency to tell the truth, but sometimes not always be like not always being direct about it. You know what I mean? Like sometimes Mm. the truth is very scathing, and finding different ways of telling the truth that are more gentle. Yeah, I don't feel like that's lying. I like that. I think that's okay. Like that's the thing of like, do you do I look fat? I think there are better shirts for you than that. Mm-hmm. Or that like mm. that dress does not seem like it's the most flattering thing. It's not saying yes, you look fat, but that's just being a little bit more gentle about it. Like, you know, that you know, my publicist who was like, Your arms are skinnier than this picture. Do you want us to do something about it? She was saying your arms are fat, but that was a nice way of saying it. In that picture. In that picture. But yeah. I mean, regardless. No, no, I know. I'm just trying. Yeah. yeah it's, um, it's, yeah, I, I don't, but I, still, I don't know what the answer is. Even though is I'm for. vigilant against lying, I still find myself doing it sometimes just to make it, you know, a little bit more reasonable while, why I was late. And I, I, and you know, even the other day when I was late getting on a, uh, pitch for a very important thing i was in the actually in the middle of an instagram live with besties <laughs> and then all of a sudden i'm singing and i'm like so you're leaving in the morning on the oh my god oh my god oh my god and like literally like got off like that so quickly and um got on this pitch five minutes late to like a big network and as it's loading i'm like what's my excuse and i was just like no, no, I'm mm-hmm. not going to say I was, I don't, they don't need to know the whole truth. I just got on and I said, I have no excuse. Yeah. I have no excuse. I'm just late. And it was just like, it was fine. I didn't need to make something up. That's where I get really upset with people when they make something up. When all you have to say is I'm late. You don't need to give a reason unless people ask. And then you can say. It's probably refreshing to do that, huh? Yeah. I mean, How did like, people respond? Well, that's what I always, they didn't care at all. They didn't say yeah. anything. People always go, I can't go to that party because I, we're, fe- John caught a cold and it's just like, no, he didn't. Yeah. Also, you can tell someone you're not going to a party. How why? often do people go, why? I didn't want to go. No one, but no one no, asks I know, why I know, I know, ever. I know. Yeah. If you go, I can't, I can't go to that lunch Well, there anymore. is something. What no was one the, says why. There is something though about like telling the truth. To the extent where, like Noah was saying, where it could be mean, where yeah. that feels selfish too. Like, yes. you're not caring about how that person's going to feel about the yeah, truth. Yeah, when you asked me if I wanted to go to your dad's, and I was like, no. When that happened? That was cruel. Did you, can you write me a apology and a 12-step? <laughs> no, but I didn't say no because I don't like your dad or no because I don't, like, care about your dad. It was just like... I was, I'm not going to lie and say yes to that because then that is like, I don't know. I, I, I just wasn't fearing your response, but I, I also knew that just because I want to or don't want to doesn't mean that I won't do it. Mm-hmm. But it's a different question. Will you and do you want to mm. are two different answers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can say, no, I don't want to go to eat at this restaurant, but I will. I'm not really feeling that kind of food, but I will. 
but I'm not going to go, yeah, yummy, sounds good, because then all of a sudden you're going to think I like Indian food and we're going to go there the next time you, <laughs> you, for my birthday dinner that you surprised me with. And I'll go, why did you think I like this? Well, because you said you you were in the mood for it that one night. Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't. I was just trying to be, it didn't matter to me and I was just trying to be appeasing. Oh, well, I guess I'll just cancel these plane flights to New Delhi. <laughs> is that where your dad lives? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's always in a new one. <laughs> All right, next story. Okay. I think uh, three people at home got it. Um, a pest control company is offering $2,000 to families willing to let them unleash 100 cockroaches in their homes what? to test out a specific pest control technique No. And see how effective it is. Uh, that's $2,000 to release them? And then they promise. Is there any guarantee? There's no guarantee. Uh, it's an experiment that lasts about 30 days. And if at the end of the experiment, they don't get rid of the roaches, they'll use the traditional days. method. 30 days. 30 days. Wait, do they get more money if they don't get rid of them? No, just 2000 bucks. For $2,000, 100,000 roaches. 100 roaches. Only 100 cockroaches. Oh, 100 roaches. But they multiply fast, you know. Here's it's a it's a gimmick. This is a stunt because they they know that they're going to kill these roaches. They might also kill your cat in ten years from whatever cancer no, they, said, they lick up from oh, the fucking yeah. windowsill. Well, they said so. It's, yes, uh, I'm sure it's not toxic. But um, I was wondering yeah. though, have you guys ever done anything crazy for money, mm. like a quick buck or anything? I'm trying to think of like what like an odd job you took maybe. I mean, every show we did. At first, was stand up. Yeah, I think that driving in like three hours for ten dollars. That wasn't for money, though. It was for stage time. No, I know. So it wasn't about the money. But I'm trying to think of like big amounts of money that you do um, something crazy for. I think. I mean, being a dog. I feel like I've. Being a dog walker, but that yeah, that was for money. That was just to that get was for by. Stage time, though, I guess. Yeah, that was <laughs> eventually put it together. You, but. Noah, do you have anything of like a? I once worked in like an alternative healing facility that this like rich woman ran out of her basement, and I gave like <laughs> these light therapy things to people, and then they would like get naked in front of me, and I like, whoa, yeah, but it, How it did was you get just hooked up with this. Um, Because I worked at a health food store and this lady was a customer and she just had so much money that she, it, it wasn't even like a an approved business. So yes. I think I was doing that illegally. Wait, wait, what would you do? I was confused. You would like give light therapy to naked people? Yeah, like I would shine colored lights on them and tell them yes. that it was healing. Yes. Or like rub like an infrared light <laughs> on them. Well, I would totally believe that because your voice is so healing. I bet it was. <laughs> Where How many times did you do it? You we think? would do like these foot baths. Ever... Like I would give them foot baths, which is they put their feet in like this contraption and it's supposed to like suck out all the metals from their bodies. And it was just like oh this my God. disgusting oh, water. This bullshit. Oh, really? Whoa. How I mean, I've taken gigs for? before for a lot of money that I would never have taken if the money hadn't been the money. Like yeah, embarrassing yeah, yeah. gigs, bad gigs. Oh, I did that one gig for the... Um... Coke brother or what? What's the name? Oh yeah. Oh my god, that was horrible. Well, I didn't they know. Didn't it. Sometimes you, you just money. don't know they at have the billions time. Billions, and they gave you like what? Five hundred bucks. Oof. What was the name of them? What are the, the Coke, Coke brothers? Bro- oh, I the think. Coke yeah, brothers. Yeah, C O C H. It was their nephew, and I did it, and it was in the back of a like expensive fancy Palm Beach rest. I was like a I was a clown that they brought in. Yes. And they gave me no microphone. I just stood in the corner. How did they find you? 
he saw me do really well at the improv. And then he asked the headliner to do the show. And the headliner was like, now I'm going back to L.A. And he's like, do you want to do it then? And I was like, oh yeah. And I had five minutes and he wanted. Did you freak out? He wanted me to do a half hour. Did you know it was going to be a half hour before you did it? I knew it was going to be like 20 or 30 minutes. He's like, you got to do like 20 or 30 minutes. And I was like, that's fine. But I thought I was going to have a stage and like a whole thing. It was just a back private room. And they were like eating lobster. And, and just, there was no microphone? No microphone. Oh no. God, dude. I just stood in the corner. And my I had a lot of act outs. So like doing act outs. What like your a, act outs? I did like some fuck buddy joke and where I'm just fucking humping. the wall. So I'm like fucking this wall in this <laughs> billion dollar. Wait, what's the fuck buddy joke? I say I've never been a fuck buddy. I've been a spoon buddy, and I've gone for the fuck. And the girl's like, um, "No, we're just spoon buddies." And so I'm leaving. I'm walking out, and I, I would do the whole act out of like, you know, I'm a spoon buddy, but I go for the fuck, you know. And then they're yeah. like, "Well, you know," and, and it's and it's then rapey. it's rapey, but you know, we know why you dropped it. <laughs> and then no, it gets worse actually. And then I go, <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm walking out. I'm all sad and a six five black guy in all leather. I put him in all leather. I don't know why I put him in all leather. And the joke comes walking by, and before I get to the end, <laughs> before I get to the corner, I could hear her screaming. Oh my god, you were such a little and cuck. I found, and then I go, "This I, is like your cuck I know, fantasy." I you know, like, but listen. So then I go. I oh found out a week later. Yeah, he robbed her. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> of her virginity. You oh racist fucks. God. And then I spin it again. But Liked he robbed it. her in Florida would just destroy, you know, because yes. people are racist. And um, so I did that joke. But he's just, in all leather for no reason. I don't know why he's in all. Yeah, he has like a gimp mask on. But you do have a thing where like you you sometimes will watch black guys have sex with a white girl. On oh, yeah. And you just enjoy it because it's just so their dicks are so big. Oh, I big. just I just like it because they could do all the positions. I wish I could. <laughs> they could fuck from five rooms down. <laughs> it's like, oh, hey, you want to come over? I'm already there. Look outside, my dick's at the window. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm God. sure there's something to that. Of Is like there anything cuck about you? Like, do you like any of that porn where the guy's in the corner just no, kind of sad? No, I don't like that. I don't like that. I really don't. Um, That's a huge part of porn is cuck stuff really? where like the, oh, the husband yeah, or the boyfriend is just like kind of sad in the corner. No, I'm not in. That doesn't turn me on. Oh. I think I, I think I want what's. Maybe I, I I feel that way a little bit of like... But you wouldn't want to celebrate then. it. Yeah, but yeah. I wouldn't want to celebrate right, it. Right, Maybe right. I'll watch something that maybe You're not opposite. A, a masochist. I don't think You don't so. want to be embarrassed or made fun of in bed. You want to feel better by yourself. Yeah. But some men get really horny to feel emasculated. Well, that's probably because in real life they feel they like have, they're an alpha big Yes, guy. yes, yes, yes. So I, don't, they, I, I listened to Conan O'Brien <laughs> Jeff Goldblum on there. Yes, yes. <laughs> ah, yes, my dear that, boy. Is that Goldblum? Yeah, that's Goldblum. He's, uh, I couldn't be more horny for anyone than Jeff Goldblum. He's, he's the coolest. You gotta listen to him on that. I, I he just will. seems like the best person in the world. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back with are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother, 
All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time. Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Is he breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. 
And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. All right, why do I care? Why do I care? I think you're going to care about this. Taylor Swift reveals she had imposter syndrome while directing All Too Well, the short film, during her conversation with filmmaker Mike Mills. She should have. She said, uh, I think I had this. Imp- no, it's honest. In the name of being honest. What was that line? Oh, good job. Andrew. What is the line? Mean, cruel, and okay. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Call me up again just to break me like a promise. So casually cool in the name of being honest. Good job. Here's okay. what she said. She goes, I think I had this imposter syndrome in my head saying, and then she said, no, you don't do that. Other people do that who went to school to direct. Yes. And then Mills, who's a critically acclaimed director, goes, I didn't go to school to do that. To which Taylor responded, oh, it's fantastic to know that. That makes me feel better. Yeah. Well, I read this and I was so excited because I thought she was saying she has imposter syndrome about her music. Mm. Because, I, you know, that to me would be really reassuring because she's amazing at music and it's, you know, she's undeniably a genius and that would make me feel good because I have imposter syndrome when it comes to comedy, when it comes to everything I'm undeniably good at or like that people would go, well, that's what you do. Um, But for her to have imposter syndrome when she's a director, she, no offense, she should. She's never, like she directed The Man, the music video, and then she directed this. She's, doesn't, everyone that does something for the first time, this is her first short film she ever directed, which is kind of a music video because the whole time it's, playing music except a couple scenes um she should feel you you when you yeah, do there should be the like another time, word for it right you should be an you are an imposter you're pretending yeah. to be you're you're doing it for the first time she she did a great job of it and she is a uh, um she's just an artist throughout her bones like she could write a book and it would be just like someone's you know 18th novel i mean she is that talented that she, she can she knock just things out of the park right away she was a noob when it she's came a to noob. directing. She's a noob, but not an, you know, but you should, you should, no one should go into directing their first short film and feel like I'm a director. That would be insane. The only thing I would say is that she has been in so many music videos over yes. the years. She understands yes, story. I agree. But even and, though I've been. No, but I, I think there should be like another word for it too. But then at what point do you go? Do you just take, you know, I feel like there's a uh, a line where you go, I got to take the reins. If I'm going to be a director, I'm going to fucking direct. As well, opposed I'm to like, I'm sorry, I, I'm, I've yeah. never done this before. You know what I mean? There's got to be like. Well, imposter a, syndrome is like you keep it. I think it, the part of it is that you don't talk about it. Yeah. You don't act like you have it. It's mm-hmm. all like hidden beneath the surface. And you only talk about having imposter syndrome after you've succeeded. Mm-hmm. You don't talk about it during it. I mean, I do, but um, 
it just didn't soothe me to learn that about her because she wasn't saying it about the thing that I say it about, which is yes. the thing you do best. Mm -hmm. Real imposter syndrome is when if you're, if you're Taylor Swift and you think that all the Grammys you won and all the things that all the how famous you are for your music is based on you tricking people and them not really having good taste and like you actually being at your core not good. That's imposter syndrome. So Taylor, as much as I want to give it to you, you're not <laughs> like us in terms of you have good self-esteem. Like, I wish you didn't because I want to be more related to you and I want to feel closer to you. So I was so excited when I saw Taylor Swift says she has imposter syndrome. I'm like, if she thinks she's an imposter with how amazing she is. But then it was about directing and I was like, yeah, you are. Like, we're everyone who tries something new for the first time has imposter syndrome. That would be, that's not notable to me. But I do, I did love that conversation she had with him and she, I thought she had a very clever thing that I almost was like, wow, she has like a very, she's, she's funny. She's such a good performer. Like she could be a, she could be an amazing comedian. Like she's so, she just knows how to perform in every way. But at the end of it, so she's talking about this short film she did with this uh, uh, director who she really admires. And she is so intelligent and has studied directors and like studied film. I mean, this girl does her, she's a genius. She really is. And so at the end of it, she says, you know, she's talking about the 10 minute version of All Too Well. And at the end of it, they finish their little like discussion. And she goes, one more thing. Um, do you guys have 10 minutes to spare? And that yeah. was like to kick off. And then she gets her acoustic guitar and plays All Too Well, which I haven't watched that. Some besties sent me a clip of it, but I can't wait to watch it. It just came out this morning. Um, so I love her so much. And I love the outfit she wore. Um, I love that she didn't look. It's funny. It's like the only song so I can think of where uh, the amount of time. Like everyone knows that's a ten minute version. Like Bob Dylan has some songs. We we know the yeah. one Hurricane, which is probably around ten minutes. Yes. But there's no other songs that you know it by by the the by, length. By, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, oh, the eight minute. Uh, I think November rain is like eleven minutes. Uh, which one's eleven minutes? November rain. November rain. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. It's like one well, of the, the thing with the people know ten minutes because. All too well, the first version was like five and a half. We didn't call it the five and a half minute song, but we always knew. So yeah. she's always knew about a 10 minute version of All Too Well. 10 minute version. That's like all we knew it as was the 10 minute version of All Too Well. So when it came out, it was just like, this is the 10 minute. And it's a perfect thing because when I'm running and I want to run for 40 minutes, I'm like, I'll listen to All Too Well four times. Four songs is all I have to listen to. That's and it just point. like makes yeah, it, yeah. it just for some like, reason. I'm not going to run that long. I'm going to do the three minute version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What about a 20-minute uh, Tim McGraw? That's what I want. I want a 20. <laughs> I do not want that. <laughs> she just <laughs> You sing Tim McGraw. Hope you think of me. I do like that song. I like everything she does. All right. Let's get to top one, bottom one. What's the category today, Noah? Today's category is school subjects. I thought you were going to say shootings. Okay. Yeah, because I... we all know. Well, that's that's We don't even need to do that. My favorite is Columbine. Um, school subjects. School subjects. Hmm. So we'll start with okay, bottom. Okay, let's start with bottom. My least favorite school subject is the uh, science or math. You can't do two. Okay. You, just because you say it fast. Okay, uh, pre-calc. <laughs> pre-calc. There you go. Okay. Pre-calc. Yeah, I don't... Uh, sucked. That's yeah. chemistry and pre-calc. When we're starting to get into those kind of math equations... Did you do calc? Did you get to calc? No, Did you do no. college algebra? Which is such a funny name. Calgebra? No, I never did college algebra either. Such no. a funny name for a high school subject. Oh man, when I was done with math, for I remember being done with math in high school and going, I'll never be in a math class again. I had to in college take one. 
but I really thought nothing. Yeah. My my life will not lead. At no, nothing I want to do has anything to do with math. I will now never why, need it. And it was so great when, and I didn't have to take math my senior year because I did pre-calc and that was it. When you look at numbers, like what was it that you remember that you hated so much? Like specifically. I liked equations. I liked like X, like solving for X, Y. I liked algebra. Something about, um, it just, I would just have to memorize these things that I just didn't, I just didn't understand. I just, I don't know what I didn't understand. I just did it parabola. It's like measuring like curves and stuff. Yes, yes. I like, just wh- didn't care about that? axes. I didn't like <laughs> yeah. having a big old bulky calculator that would just, you know, that you, t- you would type. It seemed like cheating to me, but then at the same time, it was hard. You type in all these things in a calculator and then it makes a little graph oh, the for functions. you. Oh, I yeah. hate functions. I just hated that Ugh. stuff. Um, and I wasn't naturally good at it. So I was just like, I never want to do this. And then, of course, Jim. Number one is Jim. Jim, what? Jim, Jim. That's well, the you only class I like. Cho- you're, you can't sorry, keep no, choosing Okay, number them. one is Jim. Number one is Jim. Number one is Jim. I'm sorry. That was my You hate Jim more than math? Oh, absolutely. I would Bottom be. Bottom for me was also. I still I have. Oh, my God. I still have dreams where. Of how great Jim. We have these. We used to have these A-B schedules where it was like. Or like every day you would drop like. No, this is what we did. We Every day you would drop a different class and it would go in order like so monday you wouldn't have first hour it would just be second through seventh then the second day it would be one and then you skip two oh, and then next okay. day and i still have dreams where it's skipping fourth period and fourth period was always gym and i'd be like yes i still have dreams having to go to gym getting stressed out about changing what what activity we were going to do that day that i was going to be embarrassed because i did no like this is why i can't go to pickleball with chris and his family yeah, because though. i cannot have I, I don't like learning something new and being so bad at it can what? i tell you wait hold on in my school we didn't even change for gym and if gym would be that's in the middle so of nice. the day we would just like be in our sweaty jeans and so t-shirts sweaty after yeah that's the I problem i prefer that to be honest because back then you when you change i was always worried about what my outfit looked like if my shorts were cute enough if like mm. my sports bra was cute and then you have to get naked in front of the girls in the locker room i mean that was a whole, and then you don't shower either. You just change back into the clothes before. Yeah, that's and bad. That's bad. That was almost grosser to me than just staying in the clothes. But yes, no, that is disgusting. And I and, and what I hated thinking. about it, why it's my bottom, is because I did not, I, and I and still to this day, like I don't run in front of people. I don't like people seeing me run. Really? I just feel so stupid. Interesting. What about like ball sports, hand-eye coordination sports and stuff like that? Oh, and that. I'm, I'm no good at that either. I just like, I felt so <laughs> stupid and I felt like everyone would be looking at me, especially if we would pick teams and stuff for dodgeball, which is what we used to play in public school. I was, I just Ugh, hated it. Dodgeball. Fucking fuck dodgeball. Fuck all those sports. I, Ugh, yeah. I love them. I, I really hated sports. And you know what? No <laughs> one talks about this, but th- we are not alone. There are so many people that don't like gym out there, but it was, o- <laughs> I remember it was always the subject that everyone had to love. And I almost felt dumb that I didn't like it because it was every boy's favorite thing. It was every like sporty girls. Like it was this like blow off class. But for me, it was, I didn't care about my grade. That was not a part of it. It was just embarrassing constant embarrassment constant chronic worrying did you play that, with the boys i think yeah we had we had co-ed yeah, yeah co-ed yeah. but then we also had um separate at some point but sometimes we combine it and it was just like this is hell i would rather get my period and slip on it and break my leg and not have to do this than have to do this and have like a bad you know form it was such a relief for me to do gym because 
I had such bad ADD that it was the only place I could really yeah. lean into that. Yeah. So it's like, oh, run and get a ball and not think and sit in a chair. And you were naturally I was born an athlete. I'm in a chair like this. You're an NBA. I'm like this the whole time I'm in a classroom. Yes. And I'm doodling because I can't look at the board. Like I was a mess. Like oh, back, boy. I didn't even realize it. Like now when I think back, you know, just. You don't sh- fidget that much anymore. I mean, I did an impression of you this weekend that was pretty accurate. Well, if you told me that I have to watch something and not be able to talk. And not be able to move. Yeah, that's the, that's that's it. It's crazy that you have to sit in a fucking chair as a kid, just sit there, and listen to a fucking boring. The guy doesn't even. They don't even try to spice it up. No, you're right. It's it's excruciating. Um, What's your bottom? Wait, so you love be, okay, you're. I would your say bottom. I would say um, chemistry. Yeah. I thinking back, I'm like, I think I should have found that interesting hmm. because it is kind of cool to like. Like, how does shit work? You know, like, like, I don't know physics. I don't even know if I took physics, but I, the idea of physics, I think I would hate it. I don't know. I just didn't, it didn't sit with my brain. I didn't, I loved it. Whatever. Number one was probably, but history, I really liked. So your number one is history. If if it couldn't be gym. Right, 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 right. If we're eliminating gym as. Your bottom is chemistry. Your top is history. History. History also for me, not in my top because there's too much of it and I'll never be able to know it all. At least with chemistry and math, there is. I know there's infinite numbers, but there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a history like but yeah, the, I can learn about the Cold War, but I don't know what was happening individually to different places. Like different, like there are different battles. Then if you go even more micro, there's people within those battles, and it's like there's too many things. Yeah, it I was just felt good like I was at doing it. the spark notes of it. I think I was just good at it, like memorizing things. I could just, I could do it really well. I don't know why. But memorizing like do you do you still know like do you know when the cold war was like i still have i don't know what the i don't know what the cold war was i can probably give you a kind of around the dates but i don't know what it was i know that it was about like russia and arms issues mm-hmm. and stuff but that's it like, 70s 80s 70s, yeah yeah um i wasn't gonna say that but let's just pretend i was i just want to be honest with you guys was not gonna i just love 70s. that you picked like a history like that was like the no, most latest war it's like when was the when was but I really don't that's the Cold War and the Korean War and World War one are the ones that I'm very like those are the ones I should know don't know a lot about took AP US did very well in it because I would just go from one to the next and then dump all of it out of my brain as soon as I learned one I would go to the next one you know why I think I liked it because you just have to memorize no it didn't really take too much reading comprehension you just had to memorize oh, so it was just so straightforward. You know, like English, it it's like, what does this story mean to you? Or like, that's what I like about it because then you can bolt, you can make anything. Yeah, that's up. true too. That's a good point. Yeah, number one for me was English, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, like because you can just. That's a good point. I never really thought about it that way. You could just bullshit your and what are you going to argue my point? And but it's grammatically, being a it's, it's just like taking ideas and being like, oh, how does this mean to me? And then someone goes, whoa, that's brilliant, and you can, and like. I just realized early on that you can just, if you have a strong enough opinion about something and have stuff to back it up, and have, and five paragraph essays just made sense to me. First sentence, mm-hmm. get their attention. Second sentence, set up uh, a little bit more of what you're gonna say. Third sentence, present your third thesis. Third paragraph, third paragraph. No, third sentence oh, of the first paragraph. Sentence. Then oh, the last paragraph, oh. tell them what you're gonna do. And then the next thing. Okay, then the first paragraph, or the second paragraph, set up your first idea. Third paragraph, set up the second. Like mm-hmm. it just was like fill in the blanks almost. Maybe because I just didn't like my English. There's also like teacher. Yeah, that's about the teachers. teacher could be a oh, huge teachers. thing. Teachers, 
Oh my god, I felt my mom. My mom actually. This is weird that you actually picked this one, Noah, or even suggested. Because I had a math it. teacher I, that I just loved the math teacher because he believed in me and like he like. I don't know. Aww. He made me feel seen. He was it's also my so basketball. Teachers. What was his it name? It is teachers. Uh, Mr. Gordon. Great guy. If you're out there, Mr. Gordon, you're fucking thank you. So my mom's <laughs> friend is a teacher and she used to work. She was my English teacher in eighth grade, but my science teacher in eighth grade printed out a page from my middle school eighth grade yearbook that I had written in her yearbook. Final thought. Yeah. This is Mrs. Baldwin, I guess, remembered me. And now knows who I've become and now found my entry because it didn't. I think she remembered it because she should. I mean, this is insane. I'm a little, such a little brown noser. But I think I meant it. Miss Baldwin was awesome. She was my science teacher in eighth grade. And if I would have continued to have her, she probably would have kept me interested in science. But I wrote, Dear Mrs. Baldwin, when I look back on this year, I realize I've learned so much from you. Before this class, science was something I could really could barely understand and still get away with a good grade. But with you, I've realized that this is that is not what science is all about. You taught me how to work hard for what grade I want. I love science so much now. The TRF has the tropical rainforest has always been one of the things I've wanted to learn about. <laughs> um, and you taught me so much about it. Your class was all was my fave at North, was the school I went to, all three years. You were one of the best teachers in the world. I hope that next year I will see you. Thanks for a year of great fun. P.S. You taught me more about science than I have been taught and I than I have ever been taught. And I hope to see, I hope to pursue a career in that field thanks to you. Love always, Nikki Glaser. Aw, that's really sweet. <laughs> <laughs> to my what eighth grade, grade teacher, was, like, was grade? I in love with her? What's going on with me? Yeah, I and really, here's this Dave Matthews song. I really that latched. I <laughs> no, I wasn't into him yet. That was two years away. But I really <laughs> latched on to teachers. Like I just, I loved them so much, and I wanted them to love me. It brings us back around. No one loves me. Yes, they do. I don't write to me and go, Nikki, I love you. You can write to me and say I relate to you not feeling loved, but please don't write to me that you love. I know people love me. I know, but I'm just no one's number one, and I. <laughs> have no one to watch my TV show with. Like that is a sad thing. Like I'm I've I've literally become Britney Spears in the song Lucky. Do you know that song? I've talked about it before. It's my favorite song. I used to in eighth grade I used to sing it and I remember making my bed one day and thinking, I hope someday I can sing the song and it is my life. Because I wanted to be famous. Not because I wanted to cry, cry, cry in my lonely heart, thinking if there's something missing in my life, then why do the, if there's nothing missing in my life, then why do these tears come at night? I literally manifested that song lucky. It is my life. Early morning, I wake up a knock, knock, knock on the door from Andrew being like, hey, are you up yet? <laughs> it's time for makeup. Perfect smile. It's you. They're all waiting for. Isn't she lucky? This Hollywood girl. She's so lucky. Same She's Lewis. a star, but she cry, cry, <laughs> cries in her lonely heart thinking, if there's nothing missing in my life, then why do these tears come at night? Lost in an image, in a dream, but there's no one there to wake her up. The world is a spinning, but she keeps on winning. And tell me what happens when it stops. Isn't she lucky? Isn't she lovely? This Hollywood girl. Then why do these tears come at night? I mean, this is so me. Like, there's something about you have a TV show following your life, yet when it comes, when it's the premiere, when it's the finale of the show and it's going away and everyone's like texting you, oh my God, are you going to watch it? You're alone in your apartment, in your bed crying because you have no friends. That is my life. I'm not wanting to be pitied. I'm just saying that is that is the, don't project perfection onto anyone ever. It helps me actually to realize that because 
People think you have it all together. There's a show where it's like, Nikki doesn't know if she's going to move to LA or St. Louis. Oh my God, her life is so full. And uh, legit have no one to watch it with. Yes, Noah was kind and asked me if I wanted to watch on FaceTime with her. But that, I just, for some reason, does anyone relate to that of not wanting to watch Face, do FaceTime just so you, or the phone to hang out with people like you want it in person? Yeah, I mean, look. Of course. I, I mean, I don't know how to respond to all this. I think you have girlfriends. I think St. Louis, you don't have girlfriends here. But to say that yes. you have no friends, you're really looking into no, the negative I'm, right now, I, I feel like. Well, you can say that all you want. I literally don't have anyone in my life where I live. Yes, I have. I know I have girlfriends, but honestly, they all have boyfriends or husbands. All yeah. every single one of them. I have no one who is just down to hang with just me. There's no one that's like. I mean, I have to pay people to do that. It's pretty sad. We'll start us off with a rap. <laughs> things are things are so happy here. Everyone's smiling. We're all dialing in to see the finale. We're all best friends watching it, eating popcorn, la- having laughs. Just number ones all around. Isn't this fun? Everything's a great time. Well, I was going to walk Luigi before I left. <laughs> I got to go to the doctor. Which one? Well, it's <laughs> the... Uh, the Brock? No, it's another <laughs> one. It's the one who talks about your feelings when you sit there with your boyfriend on a couch. And then I'm going to say, ouch, because I'm going to get my feelings hurt just like his are. We're going to couples therapy. Is it working so far? Who knows what's going to happen? I've got to go. I have 20 minutes to get there. I'm going to be late. Fuck. <laughs> Thanks, you guys, for you listening. Know who would I love, love that? you so much. My English teacher. Oh, good. Not mine, though. All right. Wait, what? Huh? Okay. Uh, don't be cut and jack. Jack be nimble. Jack be quick. Jack sat on this big fat dick. Fuck. Is that? That's got to be an old wives' Have tale. we done that before? No. You probably have. That sounds like something you used to s- scream on the bus. I added you would fat. Go. That's, oh. that's skinny. <laughs> Weather. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. 
Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart. And I'm very forgiving, but like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one.